Hello everybody and welcome to the Across the Stages podcast, brought to you by Absolute Motorsport Radio and also available on Absolute Motorsport TV. I'm James Casey and joining me today will be Joshua Sutil. We're going to be previewing Rally Sweden and going through all of the runners on this year's event. Rally Sweden gets underway tomorrow night and it should be an interesting one because we've got some really good entries, plenty to talk about today across all four classes now uh, of the WRC. Let's start um, first of all by just going through uh, this entry list that we've got. and We've got the same 11 uh, that we had from round one in Monte Carlo and then we have three additional entries uh, as well including two-time world champion Marcus Gronholm and this is a really interesting one he's in a Toyota Yaris the first time that we're going to see a private Toyota Yaris running and um, a long break since his last rally but Josh how do you think he is going to fare this weekend? Well he set himself a difficult challenge I mean he knows this event obviously very very well um, but he hasn't had too much time in the new cars um, I think it's very different from say when Loeb came back and, you know, he did his sort of uh, returning rounds. Gronholm's going to have, uh, I think, a much tougher time. But, yeah, it'd be great to see him back in the championship. Fantastic character. Um, and in that Yaris as well, in terms of the snowbanks and that, it, uh, it should be pretty exciting to see. Mm. I, I think um, he, he's, he's got his ideas right in terms of why he's doing this. He's doing it just uh, for fun. He's not really setting himself too much expectation. Um, but in the same respect, he is preparing for it. He has done a proper pre-event test. He's not just turning up at the event itself. Um, in terms of what I think he can do, I think he might be able to beat one or two of the of the WRC runners, um, as in proper ones. Um, I think he could be towards the, the low end of the points, but... Um, and then if it was an interesting event, maybe get into the top five, but... I think you'd be. Wow, having, okay. I think you'd be damned to ask quite a few drivers to drop out for that to happen. Um, I'm a lot more pessimistic, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> I'm thinking around sort of R5 runners, to be honest. But you know, we'll have we'll have to see. Yeah, I don't know. I I just he is so good at this event. He could he could pull something off. I mean, it's hard to tell who. Uh, we will go through later, of course, the the main mm. runners. But um, I suppose last season in Sweden. <clears throat> Everyone was quite competitive, weren't they? Because Loeb opening the road ended up actually being the last um, WRC runner. So maybe it's hard to pick out one or two weak points that he could beat. But um, yeah, so you think R5 kind of miles off the pace or just a little bit off the honest? I think... Yeah, a little bit off. I mean, on certain stages as well, I'm sure he'll be up there with the, the main guys. But, you know, I can't really see him taking any sort of stage wins or real sort of big performances. Like you say, he's going to need some issues but uh, for other drivers. But, you know, if you can get to the end, then, especially on an event like Sweden, you, you can find yourself in the points. Yeah, I think it will be. Uh, it is hard to tell. I think that um, that will be definitely interesting because Loeb just did such a good job coming back. I think everyone, maybe that's why I'm setting my expectations um, not massively high, but uh, a little bit higher than you probably would have done uh, before Loeb did his amazing job coming back. Um, but it's not just uh, Gronholm to look out for. We've got uh, a couple of privateers uh, at this round as well. Uh, Lorenzo Batelli uh, and uh, Jan Tunino, um, who's 
both going to be in M Sport 4s. Not really expecting too much uh, from these guys, are we? I think that they are definitely here just uh, for fun and uh, to give themselves a run in a uh, an up-to-date WRC car, which must just be uh, really enjoyable. I mean, it's good to see, isn't it? Three privateers and, you know, current spec uh, WRC, WRC cars. It's sort of one sort of disadvantage of this new generation is that we don't see the privateers that we used to see when the likes of Batelli and Prokop and Gorban, you know, were in the championship a couple of years ago. So, yeah, it's good to see maybe a bit of a return to form for the privateers. Hopefully that Yaris can get used as well for someone else later in the year. You know, could we see a bit of a left field choice in there? And, you know, let's hope so. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's most of all good to see. And uh, if they can get to the end, you know, they, they can definitely score points. Let's move on to our, our proper main contenders now. Pontus Tiedemann, uh, after Monte Carlo, that was his rally preparing. This is kind of a make-or-break rally for his career, I would say. Um, well, it might not be, it might, might not be uh, that, but it could well be. Uh, a bigger result is crucial for him. Yeah, definitely. Like you say, it's all been sort of working up to this one, uh, you know, settling in fairly nicely at Monty. I mean, obviously he had those uh, incidents, so it didn't quite go to plan there. But yeah, this is really the big one, his home event. He's had plenty of success on this before. Um, but, you know, of course, last time he was in Sweden, he was beaten by Katsuta. So I think there's almost a bit of a sort of uh, revenge needed as well in Sweden. He's got sort of unfinished business here. So he usually likes this event uh, and should have a decent chance of success. Uh, but really, he's got to be sort of trying to get as close as possible to Sunderland and Evans, um, really trying to lead M Sports Charge this weekend. And if he's able to do that, uh, I'm sure we'll see him in the car again. But if not, then it may only be a few rounds and it might be more dependent on sort of what project he can bring um, rather than sort of M Sport wanting him in there, wanting them sort of in his car, in their car. Yeah, that's, per that's a perfect way of describing it isn't it it's all about he's got to make himself wanted uh at m sport and this is his opportunity to do so who are we, who are we thinking is going to be competitive at this event because for me it, i'm struggling to think of anyone as a standout kind of favorite or second favorite after we saw monte carlo being quite uh mixed in terms of uh pace yeah, I completely agree with that. And in terms of the, the the history of Sweden as well, you know, OJ's had plenty of success there. Didn't have a great rally last year, though. You know, Neville usually hasn't, but then he won last year. Um, you know, Tanak, of course, is always quick. Tosa won here with Latvala, you know, a couple of years ago. So could he be in the mix? I really think it's just going to be the sort of usual suspects. Um, Chris Meek has never really, you know, had a sort of click to Sweden, certainly not sort of in recent years. So maybe that's one to sort of taking note of, I actually don't really remember him ever having a good finish here um, and not having an incident. So let's see if he can keep up the road uh, in Toyota. So yeah, I, I expect Toyota to be quicker. I expect Hyundai to be quicker and I expect the Citroen to be quicker. So yeah, it should really be more of the same in terms of just uh, an, an incredibly close fight. And something that I've seen quite a lot of discussion about is that the concerns about the rising temperatures uh, at the moment in Sweden. I haven't, um, haven't seen an update today um, but there were concerns about there maybe not being too much snow uh, and then it kind of becoming if there's not much snow it then becomes a bit of a mud bath to Sweden so um, that could also play into its hands because last year when there was loads of snow um, it completely um, scuppered any chances of the, of the front runners doing well but it could almost work the opposite here um, but I, I don't know what the conditions are like but um, I, I wouldn't really want to see that where we have kind of these really odd conditions 
Yeah, and I, I think either way, Auger is really going to struggle. You know, I think Sweden is probably the hardest event to sort of go first on the road on. Um, so yeah, Auger is going to have a, a difficult, but you know, difficult time of it. But like you say, if there isn't much snow, then maybe you'll have the best of the conditions. So I think it really, really could go either way, and uh, that that will probably, like you say, decide the outcome of the rally. Yeah, we will we will see on that one. As I said, not sure what the uh, current situation is with regards to the conditions, but they were just some concerns in the run-up and um, so that is WRC and WRC2 Pro uh, we've got five entrants this time round uh, in WRC2 Pro and also in the in the standard WRC2 we've got plenty of entries as we usually get in Sweden uh, plenty of that really good to see uh, the R5 class thriving and uh, although we haven't got a massive uh, lot of pro cars it's much better to have five here and um, we've got some pretty good names in there as well, haven't we, out of that five? Yeah, definitely. We've got plenty of quality there. We've got Mats Osberg, you know, stepping back to WRC2. He'll be making his sort of uh, re-debut, I guess, in this category and sort of certainly his sort of, uh, you know, a proper run with the Citroen. Uh, probably their best chance of winning sort of the class in a very, very long time. Um, on the sort of pre-rally, you know, he, he did a, a rally before um, this event and, you know, he sort of, was not exactly dominant, you know, he was right in a sort of amongst the regulars and that's kind of what I expect this weekend as well. I don't think he's going to be sort of clear of the rest. He'll be right in amongst them because the rest are a really talented bunch. You know, like you say, you've got Roven Perif, Skoda, uh, Piet Pieterin as well, who uh, obviously uh, won, that, won the class last year in Finland and did a really good job. He's been signed by Skoda. Uh, you know, Gus Greensmith, who was so good last time out, and Piancek as well, the the, the, the Polish guy, uh, who's always pretty good, and, and, and plenty of guys in the sort of normal WRC2 as well. You know, we've got Katsuta coming back, he's on Pirelli's. We've got Henning Solberg, you know, what Reese Yates. Uh, Ode Kristen Baby was really good in that sort of pre-event as well in Apollo. We've got Johan Christofferson. So, yeah, I mean, there's so many names there, James. Which one does sort of jump out to you? Yeah, it is a, a really tricky one to call. And... Um... I think for for pro and for overall WRC two, uh, I I you'd go with Rovan Pera, but I don't think it's going to be easy for him. Um, I think to be honest, going into every event, you've got to say Rovan Pera is the favourite. Um, but this one will be tricky. There's so much competition, um, which is really good to see. I think in terms of like your standard WRC two, again, probably Vaby. But there's so many names. Uh, Yari Hutenen, another one. Um, yeah, making his debut for Skoda, of course. Yeah, after um, Heinder aren't running a program this year, so he's kind of again a driver who's really got to do something this weekend. Uh, who else we got? Johan Christofferson from World Rallycross, of course, two-time world champion. Is uh, uh, another one going there. So it, it is super tricky uh, to call. Uh, did you? I forgot. Did you say um, Nicholas uh, Grayson? The, no, no, of course, uh, yeah, yeah the, European Rally Championship as well. Yeah, under twenty eight champion from last year, so really, I've got Camille Bergvist as well, junior yeah. Rossi champion. So it's a stacked <laughs> field, um, and I just hope that plenty of them gets to the end because sometimes we've had this before. We get a bunch of names and they're all out in the first day. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, uh, you know, enough of them will get through and we'll have um, for what? Well, no, I don't want to say for once, but we'll have sort of sort of the best after in a while because there are so many names there. Yeah, I think I think that should be absolutely cracking. Just going through that, and um, I'm gonna put um, I'm gonna. It's not my favourite for 
uh, victory. But I'm going to just say, don't forget about Solberg as well. I think he could do quite well because he's done mm. a couple of rounds, again, a couple of pre-events in the Norwegian yeah. Championship. And he's been competitive. He's been on the pace of uh, kind of VB uh, and, uh, and Osberg. So I think he's um, another one who could possibly do something. But you, you never really know with Henning. He's quite, uh, yeah. quite a mixed bag don't you, with him. Mm. But uh, it'll be quite interesting to see him against all these, all these young drivers uh, to look out for. Yeah. I'm going to say Vaby again. I said it in Monaco. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to back him again. I think I think he had good pre-event pace. Hopefully that probably holds together. It is a really, really quick car. So I'm going to hope it's going to come together. And he's actually going to win not only the sort of normal WRC, but WRC Pro as well. Even though he's not entered into that. But he'll be yeah, the yeah. Table. I think he'll be the top R5. Um, and R- Rovan Perry will have an incident, I reckon. Ooh. I mean, it could, uh, could very well happen. He's definitely going to have to push, isn't he? He's not going you know, to... Uh... Well, yeah, he's definitely yeah. going to have to push. So it is going to be in that kind of area where you could make mistakes. Uh, and then, of course, we've got the junior WRC uh, getting mm-hmm. underway as well. And again, I think we've got some really cracking entries into this. We've got um, uh, Dennis Radstrom, Ken Torn, and Julius Tannert, who I think are coming back for at least their third season in junior WRC. It might even be more than that. Um, but they've got quite a lot of experience now. They're the kind of settled guys in junior WRC. Uh, and then we've got some really good new names as well. We've got um, Martin uh, Sykes from uh, from Latvia, who's done very well in the Latvian Junior Championship and in the uh, European Under-27 Championship, which he won last year for the R2 cars. Uh, and then we've got Jan Solens, who's the brother uh, of Neil Solens, who won the championship in 2017. So um, I think this is going to be really interesting again. And... It's hard to call a, a name out of that. Yeah, I think I think Radstrom, I reckon, maybe for this event, um, with it being his home event, like you said, with that experience, he'll be up there. And Ken Torn as well. I, I, I put them two, in my personal opinion, as the, the top two, and then out of the, the rest of them, you know, like you mentioned, Martin Sex, I don't know how you pronounce it, no, to be you're, honest, Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. But, I got it wrong. But, you know, he, <laughs> he's very talented as well, like you say. So I reckon... He's my sort of dark horse pick. Uh, if, if not for this event, then I reckon for the rest of the championship, definitely. I mean, being from Latvia, he should have uh, a good amount of snow experience. So, um, And I was really surprised. It, it was a name that I hadn't really heard too much of until this event. But he has done mm. a lot of really good things that um, are kind of just gone under my radar. Um, so I think he could be one. And um, and then we've, of course, got uh, uh, Britain represented uh, by Tom Williams. He's coming into his second season. Uh, be interesting to see uh, how he goes. Not sure exactly what to expect from him. I think he was kind of battling for a top five last year. He'll probably be hoping for podium positions this year. Um, but the Junior Championship is one that um, you really have to wait because <laughs> there could yeah. be a hidden gem. There could be someone that we yeah. haven't mentioned. Maybe Jan Talans will not will be better than his brother and not be so disappointing <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see yeah overall there are 13 drivers in junior wrc uh, mm. from 10 nations as well so really good representation good. from around the world which is nice to see and once again uh, they're in fiesta r2s but anyway that has covered uh, rally sweden and uh, we'll be back uh, for wrc uh, content on rally sweden uh, after the event 
uh, going through the ins and outs of what's happened across all of the classes. And also, we've got something for you tomorrow night, uh, which is something a little bit different. I'm not going to give it away for the moment, uh, but tomorrow night we'll have something else uh, not related to the WRC. So look out for that, and uh, we will see you then. Goodbye.